Welcome to episode 12 of the, and the final of the Understanding of the Ages. Let's pray together. Father, we want to thank you that you're a great and a mighty God. We want to thank you that all your plans for us are good. And we want to thank you, Lord, uh, Lord Jesus, just as you said, my Father's always at work and you are always at work and have been at work through all the ages. We thank you for that. And Lord, we ask uh, today that we would be mindful of what you are unfolding in the world right at this time and that we would be those counted amongst those who are ready and aware and ready for Jesus to come again. So Father, be with us this day, we ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, I said at the beginning, we, we started in Matthew 24. When we looked at Jesus, the disciples were asking, what's, what's, you know, when's the temple going to be destroyed? And what's the sign of your coming? What's the, the sign to the end of the age? And Matthew 24 is Jesus' discourse on this. And, um, just to finish off this understanding of the ages, we're going to come back, uh, to the, uh, practical and, and real things of what is a sign for the end of this age? I started. Um, with Mary when she gave birth to Jesus and the ministry of Jesus and his death and his resurrection and the, then the gift of the Holy Spirit and then the gospel going out to all the nations of the world and then God bringing it all together at the end of the age which culminates in Jesus coming again and establishing the kingdom of God here on earth for the millennial age. So let's have a look at um, Matthew 24. Uh, this is towards the end of the discourse, and I'm going to read from verse 32, and it says, Now learn the lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see all these things, you know that it is, ne it is near right at the door. I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. So Jesus here in this passage is giving us, um, he said, no man knows the hour of the day, but he gives us one time clock, one indicator of, look, when this is happening, a generation should not pass away. It's the only time frame that the Lord gives us in this teaching. And he talks that the time frame is when you see the leaves on the fig tree. Now, this, uh, this discourse in Matthew 24 is in the last week of Jesus' ministry. Shortly after this, he's going to go to the cross and be crucified. And if we look at the, the context of what this meant for the disciples, we need to go back to just a few ch um, chapters before in Matthew, Matthew 21, where there was a triumphal entry of Jesus coming into Jerusalem and the disciples were so excited. Here the Messiah is coming and... And they put their cloaks on the ground and the palm trees and even the children are saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord and singing praise and glory to the Lord Jesus. And just on that occasion uh, of the triumphal entry, um, just around there, uh, the, the Gospels uh, record for us, and it's in Matthew 21 also, that there was a fig tree there. And... Um, by the way, you need to know, uh, Jesus died at the Passover, so this triumphal entry was in spring. It was just at the beginning, um, uh, before the summer has come. It, it, it's just the spring after winter's finishing, and it's just uh, that um, it, it, it's a spring feast, the, the Passover. It's always held at that time of the year. 
And that's not a time when fig trees bear fruit. But Jesus sees a, a fig tree there and it's got all the leaves on it and it comes up and, he's, and he looks for fruit and there's no fruit there and he curses the tree. Says it, you'll never bear fruit again. And then pff, the tree withers and dies and the disciples are uh, amazed at that. Now, was Jesus, Jesus knew, you know, he lived in Israel, he knew the seasons, he know even has got leaves on the tree, it's not yet time for, for the fruit. Jesus knew that, and he knew and understood the ages. So Jesus was here, clearly, it's not just Jesus having a bad day, but Jesus wanted to give a prophetic sign about the fig tree. Because what we find in Scripture is that the fig tree always represents Israel. We find this in Luke 13, and let me just read to you. Um, this is a, a parable that Jesus told. And in this uh, parable, um, it says, Then he told them a parable. This is uh, Matthew 13, verse 6. Then he told them a parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, for three years now I've, I've been coming to look for fruit on this fig tree and haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Sir, the man replied, leave it alone for one more year and I'll dig around it and fertilise it. If it bears fruit next year, fine. If not, then. If not, then cut it down. Here in this passage, Jesus, uh, and by the way, at a later time, one of the other Gospels tells us the disciples said, oh, don't you realise that you offended the Pharisees when you said that? Because they understood that he was talking about them. For three years he'd been ministering to them and looking for fruit amongst the religious leaders, and it wasn't. He had his faithful crew who were following him, but amongst the religious leaders and the, and the, uh, the leaders of the people, They'd rejected Jesus. And, and just before this, uh, in Matthew 24, Jesus had, um, had been out in the wilderness areas because the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees said, anyone that uh, is a follower of Jesus will cast them out of the synagogue. It was you would be excommunicated. So here when Jesus is after this triumphal entry where the disciples are so excited, they're seeing this Messiah is going to come and he's going to rule in a physical kingdom and they're excited about it. And, and, and Jesus is trying to teach his disciples, no, now is not the time that I'm going to take up that physical kingdom rule, which we see at the end of this age and we understand that now. But they didn't. And so Jesus gave them a living example of that, as it were a practical prophetic act, practical parable, as it were. And he cursed the fig tree. said, even though it's got leaves on it, it's not going to produce fruit. And what he was saying here, even though the disciples had lived this way and many of the people had gathered in and the children had gathered in, there are leaves on the tree and they're thinking, yes, this is the beginning. Jesus is going to come. He's going to come into Jerusalem. He's going to kick out the Romans and then he's going to set up his kingdom rule here on earth. That's what the disciples thought. Jesus cursed the tree said, no, now's not the time. 
Um, what we see is that because the Jews rejected Jesus as Messiah, they were kicked out of the land also. And that's what that parable in, in Luke 13 is saying, that that, that tree is going to be dug up and, and, and taken out. You know, why is it, 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 it's a waste, it's taking up, it's a wasted space in this land. And so we find that uh, Israel was taken out of, of the promised land. And uh, the Lord said, when, you, when my people sin, there was two ramifications. Number one, he said, I'll turn my face away from them. And secondly, uh, a, a, a part of the fruit of that is they removed from the land. And so we find that the temple was destroyed in 70 AD and by one, about 130 AD, the Romans had come down and they'd, they'd exiled many of the Jews from Israel and even sold salt on the land to destroy the land. So what we find here is, is Jesus is tying all these things together. So when the when, when, when Jesus says, um, well, once again, when there's leaves on the fig tree again, then a generation shall not pass away. So the immediate context in Matthew 24 is the welcoming of Jesus as a king into Jerusalem. That was... Um, the, the, the tree with the, the leaves on it is a, is a picture. The disciples had seen the leaves on the fig tree and said, yes, now we're going to see the fruit. And Jesus said, no, no fruit. It's done. And so the disciples were expecting Jesus to be established as king at that time. That, that was the fruit that they were looking for. But Jesus said, there's been leaves on the trees, but there's going to be no fruit. There's been this wonderful welcoming of Jesus in a triumphal entry into Jerusalem but it's not going to be a fruit. And so the tree was going to be withered, died in the land, dug up and, 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 and thrown out. But Jesus gives a promise here that there will be a day of restoration, a day where Israel will be returned to the land. And more than that, not just returned to the land, but as they are returned to the land, then in this that time, there's not just going to be leaves, but there's also going to be fruit. And so Jesus said, when you see leaves on the fig tree again, then you know a generation should not pass away. So what, we, what Jesus is saying is that the key, the trigger for this end time move, this uh, the, the end of the age coming here, is tied in with Israel. And so we've seen after thousands of years, Israel being out of the promised land. We saw, um, particularly beginning of the um, 20th century, many of the Jews returning to the land and then the state of Israel being re-established in 1948. And now there is a homeland for the Jewish people, for Israel, in the promised land, in Israel. And so we've seen that fulfilled in our lifetime. Wow! But Jesus wasn't just talking about the return of Israel to the land. He said, when there's leaves on the fig tree, then know that a generation shall not pass away before all these things take place and Jesus comes again. And the age is brought to an end and the new age, which is a millennial age, will be established. So who was it that um, produced the leaves in the, in, in the context of Matthew 21? It was the disciples. It was the Jewish remnant that believed Jesus was the Messiah. All right, that's the apostles. 
and they're walking, they're coming into Jerusalem and they, they, they're singing and they're welcoming and they're welcoming Jesus as a king coming into Jerusalem. And in the context of the practical parable of cursing the fig tree, Jesus was immediately tying that that was leaves on the fig tree, but it wasn't going to produce fruit in all of Israel. So the context of that, of what Jesus is saying, is when you see another time where the Jewish believers in Messiah would welcome the king into Jerusalem. Doesn't it's not, not necessarily all the Pharisees and they, Pharisees and Sadducees. They weren't part of that welcome. Actually, they rebuked. Tell the children to, to to stop doing that. Was their response? But the apostles and the young ones, they were leading the way, and that was leaves in the fig tree. Well, I believe that that happened when in two thousand and seventeen the Messianic believers, a, a, a group of Messianic believers who believe, who are Jewish people who believe that the Messiah is Jesus, welcomed the nations to join with them in an event which was called Welcoming the King of Glory. It was, uh, started in Abigoshan and came into Jerusalem, and the whole purpose of that gathering was to invite the nations along with the Messianic leaders and as one body of Messiah, to welcome the Messiah, the coming King Jesus, the King of glory to come and to take up his rule in Jerusalem. Well, I was there at that event in 2017 in a series I've shared a number of things about um, that happening. Now, I believe that is the fulfillment of what Matthew 24 says, when you see leaves in the fig tree, when you see a remnant of Messianic believers welcoming their king into Jerusalem, then you know a generation should not pass away. So as we draw this uh, series, Understanding the Ages, to a conclusion, let us understand we're in the now with this. This this is unfolding right before our very eyes. In history, we've seen Israel after thousands of years being resurrected um, uh, as uh, in Ezekiel 37, the, the, all the dry bones have come back together and, and the body's been formed again, but it's a dead body. And I believe we're in the, uh, the times now when then, uh, Ezekiel was asked to prophesy a second time and as he prophesied, the, the spirit, the, the wind came from the four corners of the earth and came into that dead body. And it rose up alive again. And I believe we've seen Israel brought that the, the dry bones have come together. It's come back together. But in this day now, um, there is a going, growing Jewish remnant. But now I believe there's going to be a powerful work of the Holy Spirit that has come. And all Israel is going to be saved. But it's already begun. It started. And, and Jesus ties this in with the end of the age, that um, that, that final work with Israel in bringing them to salvation so that they are ready to welcome the Messiah King as he comes up and takes up his physical reign here on earth. Well, that's been done. Um, that the leaves are on the fig tree has already happened. And I believe there's now going to be the fruit. The fruit is all Israel being saved. The leaves have started. The fruit's going to come. And Jesus is going to come as a capstone. He's the Alpha and Omega, and he's going to finish this age 
in a wonderful way when he comes and calls all that have believed in him, Jew and Gentile, one holy bride, to be with him and then to rule and to reign in the millennial age. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the, the, the mighty unfolding of your plan of salvation that you have unveiled in all of the ages, the powerful works that you have done, the, where, where you, Lord Jesus, has come and just started it, a new age and a, a new blessing and a new unfolding of God's kingdom purpose and plan for all the earth. We thank you for the understandings that you've given to us in this whole series of, or of new or deeper understandings of these truths and, and help us to continue to discover what this means for us each one today. And Father, may our eyes be open to see that the day is drawing closer when you shall come again and take up your rightful role as King of the Jews and King of all the nations and rule and reign over all the earth. So Father, thank you that you love us so much. Thank you for this wonderful and glorious plan that you are at work, even still today, powerfully, bringing about your kingdom purposes. And so we give you all the glory and praise, now and for all eternity. In Jesus' great and mighty name. Amen. God bless.